What's up to all my freelancers and creatives? This is Nathan, and I wanted to make a video to let you know what I've been up to. Towards the end of the previous year, I made a video called Work On Your Business, and the whole point behind that video was sometimes we get caught up so much with working in our businesses we don't take the time to work on it and see what needs to be improved and what processes need to be improved with that video I mentioned that I would be taking somewhat of a break really to work on my business and make sure everything that I was doing is the best for my business and those who benefit from it right after that I talked about uh, my 2016 year review, as well as what my goals were for the year 2017. And the main thing that I wanted to accomplish in 2017 was to roll out an online course that I had been working on for about two years. I've been working on that course pretty much every day, nonstop doing something, whether it's some type of editing, some type of video recording, some type of audio recording. Sometimes it was making certain graphics and a lot of writing. But with that, I actually wanted to share what I've been doing. Sometimes it's very easy to work on something in a silo and work on something by yourself and not share any updates or what's happening or just tell the progress that you've made. And the best thing that I can say is iterate in public. Work on whatever project that you have in front of other people so that they can see your progress and they can learn from your successes, from your failures. And also there may be some people, once they see the behind the scenes, they will appreciate what you're building that much more. And that's what I wanna to do today, which is give you a preview of everything that I've been working on and everything that I've invested into this course that I've been building. So right now I'm at my desk and you know I have the course page pulled up, but we're gonna walk through a couple of things. We're gonna walk through uh, what I did in terms of writing, what I did in terms of editing the book that comes along with the course, what I did in terms of editing certain videos, also uh, just everything that's behind this course and what's in it. So we're going to dive right into that. So here we are on my desktop right now, and what you're looking at is the landing page for the course, and the course is called Freelance Jumpstart, and it's made up of a couple different parts. You have interviews where I have interviewed other freelance creatives who are leaders in their field and just ask them questions about how they got started, how do they get clients and how do they continue to grow their business, you know, from thousands of dollars to hundreds of thousands of dollars and beyond. And there's that. Also, there's the features of the course. You know, what does the course come with? What does it include when you make a purchase? I mentioned my podcast, everything that I taught in Freelance Jumpstart TV that podcast, which is actually what you're listening to right now. Everything that I taught in the podcast is available in the course and a more expansive and deeper view is available. And I just have, you know, a notification to join. So really just looking at the page, I love this quote here and your value doesn't decrease based on someone's inability to see your worth. The number one thing that I've seen with freelance creators that they need help with is not their processes, not their pricing, uh, not their advertising, even though all that's important. The number one thing that I've seen is people don't recognize and cannot explain 
why they're valuable and also how what they're offering is unique and valuable to others. If you're able to explain and communicate that, you will always get clients. You know, most people just do a lot of work, put up a portfolio and say, look at me, respect me, respect my work. But you have to tell a story around that. So that's a big thing, calling that out on the page. Got some testimonials for some other people. I highlight quickly uh, what's learned in the course and a preview of how the course looks on the inside. And these are the interviews I talked about. You know, some top people, Brandon Dunn, Helena Price, uh, Ryan Battle, Samuel Hewlett, all top people in their fields. They're there. So this is the landing page. And then I get into features. So the interviews are done and I've been working on those, but I'm working on all these things that you see here. The guidebook, you know, the interviews, the video lessons, templates, the online community, everything that you see here is what I've been working on. And I want to give you preview and insight to that. But just before getting into that, I also have pulled up really my entire process of what I'm doing. So I really wanted to communicate and show you all everything that goes into this. So it's not just as simple as recording a quick video, saving it, and then uploading it and calling it a course. I didn't want to be like other people and just throw up videos. I wanted to really make this something different and amazing. So put it right now is my process and you can see um, how it's set up. I separated it into three sections, writing, recording, and the lesson setup. And this is the process I went through. Idea validation. I had the idea to write the book, but I had to ask other people, would it work? Is it important? Uh, do you think it would be able to be sold as a product? And I made content around that. And the landing page speaks to that. And people have shown genuine interest. So yeah, the idea was valid. And I was brainstorming things. What ideas can I put in the course? What is trending right now? And freelancing most definitely is getting more and more popular. The job market is changing. So research. How did I find out about what to write about, what to talk about? Um, I had to look about what I already knew. I had to find out what was fact versus fiction. I had to look for different books to read and podcasts to listen to and read articles on online blogs. And so I really had to do some research to fill out everything that I wanted to talk about in a concentrated amount of time. And then I wrote an outline, an outline of my ideas. It didn't have to be in a specific order. I worried about the order later, but I wrote a general outline of what I wanted to talk about. These turned into book chapters. And then from there, I had the topics and the book chapters, the book chapters. I wrote subcategories and subtopics, wrote to that. And then I wrote some more, a lot of writing. And then it led me to writing scripts for the video. So just to show you really quick, uh, here's an example of InDesign. What you can see with InDesign right now, um, this is the chapter of validating your business idea. And I'm walking through what exactly to do and how you go about validating your business idea. And there's four main questions to do that. So I have out here those what those four questions are, writing out why they're important. And from there, I went on to talk about how to choose a name as well. Because after you validate your idea, you may want to build a name, some type of branding. And then I go into that. So really... Just a lot of writing here. And the reason I chose to use InDesign is it's perfect for creating a PDF. 
as well as an EPUB and .mobi formats. And once you learn how to use it, it's very ideal for self-publishing. I've also used InDesign to publish a real physical book as well. So digital or physical books, InDesign can get it done. And that's what I use there. But going on from there, since I already have the writing done from writing all the books and things, this allowed me to make video scripts out of what I wrote. So I took the video scripts, which is pared down versions of the chapters in a quick summary. And I give quick examples because people learn differently, right? There's people who learn through listening, auditory. There's people who learn um, kinesthetic. They have to do something. They have to do some actual activity. And there's also people who learn, you know, just by watching others, right? So again, so there's different learning styles and I wanted to cater to all of those. So recording, you know, it's two things. It's, you know, creating videos like what you see here, but also giving examples in those videos, uh, drawing different slides in those videos. Also, you know, recording myself talking and turning that into an audio portion. A lot went into that. So the process of that was, you know, take the video script, which would be a general outline or actual words, record the actual video. Then I would edit the video in Adobe Premiere Pro. So just to show you an example, here's a video called Finding Your Value. And of course that's me. And I edited this video. So I recorded it on a DSLR camera, made sure the audio was syncing up, imported it here and did all the editing. You can see there's different things here. There's a title card. Then it fades into the lesson of me talking and sharing value. You know, then the lesson ends and move on. So at that point, I needed to export that, but I had to export it in two ways. I had to export the audio and I also had to export the video as well. So it wasn't just one thing. It was the audio and video. And I made sure when I was talking, I was speaking in such a way that whether someone was listening or actually watching the video, they would still get the point. And you have to know that ahead of time. Sometimes people record videos and they talk with just the audio and you kind of miss out on the value there because they were assuming everybody was going to watch an actual video. But the way I speak and teach in the course, it is me talking in such a way that whether you're listening or watching, you get the point. So I had to export those two. And then I had to transcribe the audio. And just to give an example of that and what that looks like, I used uh, Rev.com. So Rev.com is a great place to go to get uh, video transcriptions or captions on a video. It's a dollar per minute. And I love Rev because um, they just work and they're very fast. I mean, they said their turnaround was 12 to 24 hours and something I uploaded. And I think I got it back in an hour and 30 minutes. So they're very fast, uh, fairly accurate, I would say. Not only that, but... There were times in which I uploaded multiple audio files and they said, hey, hey, we rounded up too high. Here's actually some of your money back. It wasn't that long when we actually got to the file. Like, so they are honest and they gave me a refund. So just to give an example, this is what it looks like in the back end of something I uploaded. I uploaded uh, many files all at the same time. And, you know, the transcription I got back was a Microsoft Word file. And let's take a look at that. This is what it looks like for one of the lessons. You know, this lesson is called Managing Your Finances. 
And this lesson is a literal transcription of everything I said in the video. And as you can see, it's a lot of words. That video is somewhere close to 10 minutes, but look at all the words that I said here. And when you add them all up, I believe it was about 1,700 words. So there's transcriptions for every video, and I've been working on that, but I can't depend solely on the transcription. I have to check it for accuracy. Most of the time it is accurate. Not only that, but I have to see what it looks like when I edit that specific thing. So I've been using a tool called Grammarly, and you might have seen me talk about this before, but Grammarly does a good job in showing their skills and what they do. Basically, you upload something and it catches the sentence structure, the grammar, the punctuation, overall, if you're repeating some of the same words too much, you know, it has made me a better writer and I've put lessons in here. So for example, one of the lessons I put in here and we just looked at the transcript, it was uh, managing your finances. So here it is, I pasted it in here and it's catching certain things. Now I've edited some of this already, but it's catching certain things. It's telling me this is passive. You need to be more active. It's telling me you repeated the word expense too much. And down here where it's green is something I need to change. Nathan, you missed out on a comma. Here's a semicolon. You know, you're trying to use a plural of something. You need to say something else. So Grammarly definitely has made me a better writer. And I've been placing all of the lessons I do in Grammarly. And I take it there and I edit it. And I go on to the next step. And that next step, after I put it in Grammarly and I edit all that, is to export the video. And once I export the video, I place it on the computer and I upload it to Vimeo.com. One of the reasons I chose that is Vimeo has high quality and you might have seen that when I actually showed you an actual lesson when I was editing, it retains that same quality that you see here. It retains that same thing when it's inside Vimeo. So I, yes, I could have put it on YouTube but the reason I did not is if I were to put it on YouTube, there's no way to restrict the video file to say only show up on this specific site. There's nothing that says to do that. There's no way to do that. So that is the reason I chose Vimeo because it would allow me to upload it and place it on Vimeo and say only load on this domain name. And that's what I was able to do. So there's some privacy there. Also, I had to format the lesson in different areas. I had to make a video, uh, export the audio, and I had to make sure to write it and add the transcript. So there's three ways to learn, three ways to get the lesson. And let me show you an example. If I hit the play button, lesson plays, and you know the lesson loads, and the quality is still there. Of course, they can turn off what the quality is. But for the most part, whether it's on mobile or desktop, the quality is going to be pretty high. And here's a transcript for this particular lesson, everything that's there. So just a lot of work and quality has gone into this, and people can download the actual lesson. So again, that's what I've been working on, all these things, trying to make them all ready, and it's important. Uh, a bonus of that is there's more resources that I've been working on. So here's an example of some resources I'm writing up. 
and some discounts that people will get once they get a part of the course. There's an online community that I'm using Slack for the online community. And the main reason I'm using Slack for the community is Slack works very well. Um, it's very slick. They already have the infrastructure. Um, it's easy and straightforward. Uh, people can share files with one another, images with one another. I really want this community to be a place where freelancers and creatives come together and exchange ideas and help one another just get better. And you know, you can show off your work in here if you want to. So, and it automatically uh, links and brings in certain things when you put a URL. So I like Slack for that reason. And it's simple. Uh, once you join the course, you basically just click a button and it'll put you into a specific Slack group. So that's why I like Slack. Um, it has everything that you need, I would say, for a thriving community. The one thing I'll say is this. It's not about what platform you use to execute the community. And I will admit you need a reliable platform but it's not about that. It's more about engaging your actual community. I can't tell you how many courses that I've purchased or been a part of where we all join the community and then it goes silent. We all join the community and then it's quiet. There's no more engaging. There's no more talking. You know, I'm in this for the long haul. I want this to be a place where we can continue to just people to get better and people to go from, I just started to, wow, I learned so much from everybody in this community now I have a full-time income. So that's what I want to build. And that has to do with creating a culture in your community, not just having the best and nicest platform that is available. So yeah, that's my full process. I mean, that's everything from writing to recording and editing all the way to setting up the lessons and putting them up and um, still grinding, still working on that. And I'm trying to get that done and have this tremendous value out there. As always, if you have any questions, let me know. Uh, you can hit me up at NathanAlote.com. I'm still specifically working on this. So this is my main focus. And it's almost to a close. I'm almost done. And once I'm done, you know, it's back to the podcast. And it's back to different type of lessons and uh, networking with freelance creatives and bringing different value to everyone, but you know, I'm still going to invest in this course. This course is only going to get better over time. Uh, I know one thing that bothers me is when I buy a course and there's all these promises, and then once they get my money, they don't follow through on the promises. And if they do, mm, it's kind of like a poor effort. So that I definitely don't want that to happen. This will be on my mind, and this will be what I'll continue to increase and make better as time goes on. Thank you for taking the time to check out this video. I greatly appreciate it. As always, there are show notes for this particular episode. So you can go to freelancejumpstart.tv slash 56 because this is episode 56. And you can just learn about what I'm building and how to be a part of it and why it's important really to the whole world. Why this is important. This is going to be something like none other. That was my whole goal to build something that is unlike anything that I've ever seen. And I believe I'm very close to accomplishing that with what I have here. Now, I will catch you in the next one. See you.
Wow, that was a lot. Me now that I've actually explained what I did, this is this is a lot of value in here. So, uh, but yeah, but that's what I've been working on. Like seriously, 